everyone, and welcome back to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast, episode number 73. My name is Haley. I'm going to be your host today and every single day that you are tuning in. Guys, welcome back. I just want to say right now, I am digging this new setup of this new microphone that I have. Like, If you're watching on YouTube, look at how this thing swivels around. I love it. It's so like... It's so relaxing to just be able to sit back and I don't have to worry about uh, adjusting it or anything. The old setup that I had in my old studio was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. But for some reason, I kind of like this setup a little bit more. It's just like super vibey, super chill. So welcome, guys. I hope everyone's having a good week so far. I've been having a pretty good week. I've been getting back into some strength training with my friend Taylor back home in New York. Shout out Taylor uh, for the best programming ever. I've been seeing some awesome gains uh, since I started training his style last year. So I'm really excited to be getting back into that now. I've been doing CrossFit still, which is really exciting, really awesome. Been trying to get back into running a little bit. I've been dabbling here and there. I haven't really settled into a consistent flow and a routine with that yet. So um I'm really trying to get back into that though because running is so therapeutic for me guys. I don't know about you, but um, there was a period of time when the pandemic started, like the start of 2020 when we were all locked up in our houses and nobody had anything to do and running was like the go-to activity. At least it was for me and I know that it was for a lot of other people and during that time, I felt really good mentally despite everything that was going on in the world. I actually found it really therapeutic and I might go running tonight after I film this episode because it's such a big stress outlet for me and there's something that happens with running there I really do think that the runner's high is a real thing so uh that's kind of like my little life update I wanted to sit down with you guys today and tell you a couple interesting stories that I've had experiencing or I've experienced lately rather with psychic connections with family members And I've always kind of viewed myself as someone that's pretty intuitive, pretty tapped in. And my parents, I would say, are both also people that are very much tapped in. And I had some crazy experiences recently that are way too coincidental and reflective, at least in my perspective, of a psychic connection or a telepathic connection. So I'm going to dive into that a little bit today. But before I do, uh, also, I'll just add this in. I have this cup of calming tea here in a mug that says coffee on it. But I don't know. I've just been really enjoying afternoon tea. And I find that caffeine is sometimes a little bit too much for me in the afternoon. So I've been switching to uh, this is the Yogi bedtime tea. It's really good. And it actually has valerian in it, which is a very powerful herb for helping you fall asleep. So if any of you guys have trouble sleeping, I would highly recommend investing in some bedtime tea or valerian tea. I will say the only thing is that if you get straight up valerian tea, it kind of smells like wet dog ears. And I know that sounds really gross, but I don't know how else to to describe it because it kind of just like smells really bad, but it doesn't taste too bad. If you put some honey in, it's totally fine. I'm drinking this just straight up plain here today. So that's the story there. But oh, yes, the thing I wanted to say here before we get in, I'm like so unorganized with this podcast now. I feel like I used to I used to research topics and I used to have like a full list of things that I wanted to talk about beforehand. But now I'm kind of just like I'm just going to sit down 
and we're just going to have a chat. I, I feel like we're just like hanging out right now. So I'm just going to um, tell you something else. I posted recently on my Instagram if you guys had any questions you wanted to ask me. And somebody had asked, how do you handle change? And I wanted to kind of just take a second to share my response to that on here. And I will preface this with saying that change is scary. It's something that a lot of us are really not good at dealing with myself included change can be very daunting and it can be super jarring and the more I sort of thought about it the more it came to my attention and the more I realized that when we're fearful of change it's probably because we're either mourning the past and how things used to be or we're so scared and fearful of the future that we're neglecting to fully embrace the moment that's in front of us And that's why I think that presence is something that helps with change tremendously. Because if you're rooted in the present moment, then you eliminate, right, that sadness of how things used to be and wanting to go back to how things once were. And that fear of, oh my God, what's coming next? I don't know what the future has in store for me. I don't have a clear cut plan. I don't have everything laid out for me that I know what's going to be happening. That's where that fear of change stems from. But it's like if you're rooted in the present moment, All you have is this moment right here, right now. So you eliminate that entirely. And that's something that I still struggle with. And I still, you know, throughout this whole move is something I've struggled with. The change has been hard. I'm not going to lie. But that's something that's helped me is just remaining present. And specifically for me in my situation is not putting the past on a pedestal, if that makes sense. So not idealizing and romanticizing the past because that's what prevents you from enjoying the moment that's right in front of you. And that was something that I really had to let go of and really had to think about internally. But it's made a tremendous difference in terms of my mindset. I'll say the other thing too that really helps is just having compassion with yourself because at the end of the day, we're really all just doing the best we can with where we're at. And if things are moving too fast or if they're not moving fast enough, you know, you have to give yourself grace. You have to be kind to yourself because we're all just doing the best we can with where we're at. So I certainly hope that that helps. I'm thinking about doing another Q&A episode and I've also been toying with the idea of doing like advice segments. So either you guys could call in or email and you could choose to remain anonymous if you want and we could do like an advice segment. If that's something you'd be interested in and you're watching this on YouTube, leave me a comment below. It's really hard for me to gauge what you guys are interested in just through podcast streaming services because there's really no place to leave comments on each individual episode. So if you're interested in that, Leave me a comment. And also, if you aren't subscribed yet on YouTube or watching on YouTube, come join the fun on YouTube. That's how I can really interact with you guys the most. And I'm just going to shamelessly plug it right now, too. Uh, Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so that you don't miss out on episodes because that really helps out this show as well. So, yes, if any of you are struggling with change, be kind to yourself, stay rooted in the present moment, and give yourself grace. Those would be my three biggest tips for you. And now we're going to get into the meat and bones, meat and potatoes. I, what is the expression? Meat and bones? I don't think it's meat and bones. That sounds like it's not right. Meat and potatoes of today's topic, which is telepathy, psychic connections, and that whole shebang. So I will start off by sharing a little bit of my background. And I don't know if I've ever really spoken openly about this online, but I was definitely tapped in as a child and I was fearful of it. So I closed that part of myself off. So 
when I was younger. And if you're someone who understands clear audience or um, psychic abilities, you're going to know that this isn't crazy. And I just encourage you to keep an open mind as I'm sharing what I'm about to share. But when I would fall asleep at night, I used to tell my parents, oh, this is when the other family comes into the house now. And they all talk and they all hang out. And my mom and my dad were kind of like, what is she talking about? And I remember that as a child, I used to hear what would sound like a radio tuning. It was just a collection of disembodied voices. There was nothing fearful about it. But I distinctly remember as I was falling asleep as a kid, I would hear these voices and they were honestly like kind of comforting to me. And it would be like men, women, children. And it sounded like somebody was just tuning a radio and it was just all these disembodied voices kind of just like talking. And in hindsight now, I think that I certainly was gifted with clairaudience, but I was afraid of that gift. And at some point in my childhood, I'm really not sure if it was a nightmare that triggered this or something else. But I had a really bad nightmare about this like witch that lived in my closet um, that was really scary to me at the time. And it sounds silly now, but um, for years, I actually didn't even sleep in my bedroom because it scared me so much. And I don't know if that had something to do with my ability back then. And the reason that I say that is because I would always have to sleep with my ears plugged, like with my fingers or earplugs because I didn't want to hear. And I think now, even to this day, this is like so embarrassing, but I'm just going to say it. To this day, I have to sleep with the fan on and I have to have some kind of like ambient noise, whether it's like crickets or sound baths or just like frequencies or something like I cannot sleep in silence. And I think it's because as a child, when I was in that silence, that's when I would hear those voices. And I was afraid of that. And I do believe that I closed myself off to that to a certain capacity. And I was actually talking to one of my friends recently and she was kind of opening up about her experience with microdosing, which is a whole nother tangent and a whole nother episode in and of itself. But she was saying how since she started microdosing, she's started to reawaken to her psychic abilities that she had as a child. And she's had astral travel experiences. And it's, it's really fascinating because... I do believe that children are so tapped in and we're conditioned through the outside world and through our, you know, schooling and through just learning to be more serious throughout life. We're conditioned to close off that part of ourselves. And, you know, I think I closed off that part of myself. But I do I do remember another distinct psychic experience that I had as a child. And I, I was in the car with my mom and we were driving around a pond and I was like, mommy, I have a really bad feeling like something bad is going to happen. I, I just... I don't know what's going on. I have this horrible feeling. And she was like, oh, you know, it's okay, honey. Nothing's happening. It's it's all right. You're going to be fine. And then not even two minutes down the road, um, we drove past a huge car accident. And that is like, without a doubt to me, that is a psychic experience because I really do believe that I had that um, premonition. And through the years, I've had, you know, predictive dreams, premonitions, whatever you want to call it. Like, I will have a dream at night and the exact thing will happen like to a T days later, months later, um, sometimes years later, I'd have to go back and like really think about it. But I've had a few psychic dreams like that. And that leads me to where I am today, where the past couple months I have had a couple experiences um, specifically with people in my family. And I am just going to share this experience because I think there's probably some other people out here who have experienced something similar. So um, I'm going to start off with my mom because 
My mom and I are extremely close. She's my best friend. I love my mom so much. And if she's watching this, hello, mom, I love you. Um, and I believe that we are extremely connected, you know, emotionally and mentally, spiritually, telepathically, whatever the case may be. We're very much connected. I can always tell how she's feeling just from looking at her face. And the same goes for her, for me. Like, we're just very connected. And I've been close to her my whole life. So, um, this is actually crazy. So the first thing that I'm going to say to you is that I have been looking into just protecting my energy more and, um, you know, I've I've really been leaning into learning more about the evil eye and wearing evil eye jewelry now and, and doing things to protect my energy. And I stumbled on a TikTok one day and it was it was a funny TikTok, but it was a girl at a nail salon and she um, the caption was like, when you feel the evil eye on you at the nail salon and she took this bottle out of her purse and she like dumped it in her hand and she started like splashing it on herself. And I was like, that's interesting. I wonder what that is. And so I was reading the comments, like trying to see, and everybody was saying, oh, that's Florida water. Florida water is, you know, impeccable for energy protection. And I was like, wow, I've never heard of that. And mind you, I didn't tell a soul that I saw this video. I was like alone in my room at night. I didn't tell anyone about it. And I was like, Florida water, I'm going to research that a little bit more. So I did some more looking around and I was like, you know what? This would be a great addition to have to my manifesting rituals, my full moon rituals, new moon rituals, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to go ahead and invest in some Florida water. And I'm looking at it right now because it's right next to the camera. Um, so I said, you know what? I'm going to order some and I'm going to see how I like it. And then a couple days later, you know, the package came in the mail and my mom was like, oh, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's Florida water. And she goes, and I was like, what, 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 what's wrong? And she was like, no fucking way. She was like, you are not going to believe me when I tell you I was about to order Florida water. And she pulled up like a, an article that she was reading about Florida water on her phone. And she showed me that she ha literally had the exact same bottle in her cart. I did not tell her about this. I did not. I didn't tell a soul that I was doing this. I found it on my own. She doesn't have access to my phone or my computer to like see what I'm ordering. And also, Florida water is a very specific niche thing. Like it's not it's not like, oh, oh, my God, I ordered a new shirt on Amazon and like she ordered a new shirt, too. Like, no, Florida water is extremely niche. It's extremely specific. It's odd. I've never heard about it in my entire life up until I read this article. She had never heard about Florida water in her entire life until she read her article. And sorry, I watched the video, um, but she had read an article about it the same night that I saw a video about it, guys. I cannot make that up. That is like if you need proof right there of like some kind of connection. I mean, that is when I tell you there is no such thing as a coincidence. That is that is no coincidence to me. I a thousand percent believe that, that is not a coincidence. And there's been a few other things like that that have happened, but that was like the big one. Um, and we were both just shocked. You know, I had goosebumps. She had goosebumps. We were both flipping out like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. Um, and sorry about that. Look, the confirmation from Spirit that my uh, email just dinged. So crazy. See, that's not a coincidence. I usually never get emails during this. So anyway, we were both tripping out over that. I thought it was so freaking weird. And um, that was just profound to me. And I absolutely took that as a sign from God, the universe, that there's no such thing as a coincidence. Now, the second thing that I'm going to say is kind of silly, but I still think that it means something. And I don't care what anyone else thinks. I truly feel like this was a sign. 
And I was just, you know, sitting down like she was making dinner or something. And I was sitting down. There was a deck of cards on the table. And I was like, oh, okay." Um, And my grandma was here, too. So we were like, oh, okay, I'm going to play a fun game, guys. I'm going to pick a card. And I was back facing to them like I was in the different part of the room. They weren't even seeing what I was doing. And I was like, "Okay, I'm going to pick a card out and you guys have to guess what it is. And if you guys get it right, then we're psychically connected like that was I was like joking because I did not expect anything to happen from it. Right. So I'm shuffling the cards. I'm shuffling the cards. I find my card. I pick it up. I look at it. I put it down. I'm like, "Okay, grandma, what's your guess? And my grandma says something like, I don't know. She's like, I don't know, like four cloves or whatever. Is that what they're called? Cloves? I don't know. Anyways, she guesses a card. And then my mom, without hesitation, she's like, I got one so strongly right off the bat. She's like, queen of hearts. And I'm like, I'm like, no, you're kidding right now. I was like, you are kidding right now. Guys, you could probably guess it was a freaking queen of hearts. I cannot make this up. It was a queen of hearts. She got it on her first guess. She closed her eyes and she said, I see it like right now, right now right here right this instant and we were both like ah oh my god and we tried it again and it didn't happen again the second time unfortunately but that first time the fact that she got it without hesitation first guess and she said she like saw it in her mind is absolutely wild to me because I also set the intention to like telepathically communicate it to her um which is crazy so that was my experience with the cards And I'm going to share one other experience with my dad because I am also extremely close to my dad, have been my entire life. I've always felt a strong connection to him and um, I can always sense my parents' emotions, you know, even, even when they're not present. So I'm in Florida now. My dad is in Connecticut and there was one night uh, I was here and I all of a sudden felt like this really strong wave of sadness Um, out of nowhere and it was like a punch in the gut and I was like oh my god I was crying I had no idea why I was crying I was so sad and it was unbearable I was like this feels really heavy whatever this is and I can't pinpoint where it's coming from and for some reason I felt compelled to share that with my dad I was like dad you know this was the next morning I had messaged him I was like you know I felt really sad last night um, and I was crying and I just felt this wave of heaviness kind of out of nowhere. And I, and I don't know where it came from. And then he told me that that night, um, his dog passed away. He and his, um, his wife's dog passed away, my stepmother. And they loved that dog. His name was Butchie. He was 17 years old and they absolutely adored him. I know my dad loved him so much and my dad was so sad and so distraught over a uh, little butchie dying and I was like oh my god you know I, I'm the, I was like I'm not trying to make it about me but I really do feel like I was picking up on on how you were feeling because there's been other times in my life too like especially if, if my dad has been really sad or going through something really hard like I feel that as much as he does it's crazy and I don't I don't know like there's no way to explain it right with ration or with reason But I figured I'd share that because I really do believe that I have a psychic connection to my parents. I think my parents have a psychic connection to me, telepathic, whatever you want to call it. And I think for the people that we love the most, we feel that connection. 
And if you allow yourself to be open to it, which I know my parents are both open to it, then I think that's why I'm able to feel them so much more strongly because my brother is not really into all of this stuff, although I am very connected to him as well. But he's not as open uh, spiritually to to that kind of connection. But I just wanted to share that. And if you guys are listening or watching at home, see if you can tap into your abilities. Don't be afraid of them. I mean, I'm obviously very much afraid of like being able to hear things again because that scared me as a child but if you um if you have some people in your life that you love that you want to try this with like play the card game try to sharpen your abilities be open to the telepathy be open to the connection because the more that you build it it's like a muscle the stronger it's going to get and the more that you strengthen it the more that you strengthen your abilities and uh it just kind of helps you lean into your intuition a little bit more to become a little bit more sensitive and open and receptive to that kind of thing so I don't know, guys. I'm just kind of rambling about it at this point, but I figured you guys would be interested. I mean, if you want me to do another episode on some of my like psychic experiences or even dream realm experiences that I've had, I've had uh, an ET visitation experience that I spoke about uh, a while ago on the podcast and a few other experiences as well. So if you enjoyed this episode and you don't want to miss out, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so that you don't miss out on future episodes. And thank you so much for supporting the show. I love you all. I'm sending you so much health, wealth, success, happiness, abundance, love, joy, and I will see you next time. Bye.